Hello and welcome to uh, Wembley FC News. Uh, this is the official podcast covering all the matches and a season review. Uh, I'm here with three lovely guests. I'm with uh, Finn. How are we doing, Finn? I'm not bad, yourself? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad, mate. I'm also here with Ethan. How are we doing, Ethan? I'm good, thanks, mate. And I'm also here with Caleb. How are we, Caleb? Very good, thank you. Brilliant. Uh, to start off the podcast, uh, I'm going to switch it to Finn, who's going to go over a match report that he did um, on the game in November. Uh, do you want to take it away, Finn? Yep. Uh, so, yeah, basically, we're just going to be talking about um, Wembley FC's game against Tadley Kaleva. It was. It was an away game. Uh, now, Wembley, usually in this sort of league, there's not many too many goals and it's a bit of a cagey affair, but they came out 6 0 winners, which is it's really impressive for a team that sit in seventh. Um, they started off the game fairly well, got, flew out of the blocks and sort of in the 11th minute they managed to get a goal and then five minutes later they got another one so they sort of got out really quickly you know and then they, it got to the sort of second half and they done, it, they done well to get to 2-0 at half time the other, sadly but the second half was just when the floodgates opened and they managed to score goal after goal and there was even a debut goal for um, Jahara Kenbali who was a new signing he got a debut goal which is only in his second appearance, which is impressive. And, uh, yeah, apart from that, I think uh, Khan got a brace in the game. So he's actually fourth in the goal-scoring charts for the league at the moment. He's got 15 goals in 13 league appearances, which is very impressive. He's only, I think he's only two goals behind Sam Merson, I believe, who plays for Hamworth Villa, who are top of the league. So he's done very well. Brilliant. Was this, uh, just two quick questions, um, was this at um, at the home stadium or was this a, an away game? This, the, this was an away fixture. This, this was at uh, Barlow's Park. Brilliant. And what what date was this game on? This was Saturday the 13th of November. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you that. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, Do thing. you know where um, Tadley are in the league as well? Awesome uh, I can have a, I can certainly have a look. <laughs> yeah. Um, overall, what do you what do you make of the game overall, Finn? Oh, I just thought Wembley looked very impressive. You know, they looked they do like to play passing football. I've watched them before against Hamworth Villa. Yeah, uh, like they're the team at the top, so Hamworth Villa beat them too. Yeah, you know, Wembley still play their football, and that's what I found find very impressive. Even though they come up against the very tough side, they still manage to play their football, and it was definitely shown against Tadley. They were very impressive. Real. Brilliant. And uh, Tadley are 17th. They're 18th in the league and they're currently sit 17th. Brilliant. So, well, yeah. Thank you, for, uh, thank you for that, Finn. Um, really appreciate it. I think it was good coverage over the match. Um, uh, moving on to the next one is the match report um, where Wembley FC played Egham FC uh, Saturday, 4th of December. Um, it was a cold day at Runnymede Stadium and it was, uh, it was quite the challenge. Uh, for both Wembley and Egham, uh, with both uh, drawing a point each, bringing a point home for the league. Um, the Lions definitely had a ton run, a tough run, uh, whilst at the Running Med Stadium um, on that Saturday evening. But like I said, respectfully, they uh, gained a point. Um, I do think Egham will would have gone home frustrated um, as they had a, a lot of opportunities uh, that you know rightfully so uh, was disallowed due to either you know. Yeah, I'll, you know, numerous offsides and and whatnot. Um, but I think the main point, uh, the main sto- talking point, 
of that game uh, was uh, Kazim Khan, who ended up being a substitute, um, might I even say super substitute, added to the match and actually scored and brought the point home for the lads. Um, but, uh, you know, like I, like I said, the, the Sarnies definitely pressured the Lions. Um, it was it was a rough game for the Lions, but they, they managed to keep uh, keep hold of their structure, keep composure, managed to bring a point home. Um, I think a player to mention um, from Egham Town is, is Danny Campion. He wouldn't stop pressuring uh, Wembley whatsoever, um, constantly trying to slip through the defence. Um, it was a complete nuisance. Um unfortunately managed to get a goal uh, but like I mentioned um, uh, the, the manager of Wembley FC Ian Bates uh, made that very very important substitute that brought Mahad Osman off uh, for Kazim Khan he then ended up scoring the uh, the goal for Wembley that made it into a 1-1 yeah, there's not, there's not really a game where he doesn't score, is there? Really, <laughs> you know, fantastic for them this season. Yeah, I, I, I've got to, I've got to fully agree. I think he's a, he's a name to remember, a name to uh, definitely look out for when watching uh, Wembley FC. Um, I think another player that deserves a mention is the goalkeeper. He made so many saves. And oh, yeah, top notch ones as well. He was probably man of the match for Wembley that game. It won't. Yeah, um, I, I think, I think I would agree on that because um, you know, like I've mentioned. Uh, Egham were, were really, really pushing against um, against the Lions, against Wembley, and you know the goalkeeper was just brilliant. That match was absolutely brilliant. Um, Egham even tweeted that they felt they lost out on two points, so they they clearly felt they clearly felt they deserved it. Yeah, well, they say it all when they say that, really, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but then Wembley say they 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 earned a hard earned point, so yeah, and that's it. That's that's, well, that's the game. Yeah. Don't hit the players, well, hit you, the you game. You would hear that from both of them as well, especially. Um, yeah. So they're just they're just a, they're just a, I think they're two points ahead. Yeah, two points ahead in the league. Wow. But I think they've got three. They've got three games in hand. Like that's the only thing. Or Wembley, it's they're probably two points ahead, but they've got three games to oh, fill I see. that gap. I see. Even then, I, I think it's still impressive that um, yeah. they managed to get a point, managed to, you know, remain the structure of their composure because it could have easily slipped and been a loss for. Well, Wembley. Egham on they're in sixth, but they they, I mean, given they've got all these games in hand, they're, they're probably more like a team in the top three. Yeah, I, they, they, they I know they're on good form. Am I correct in saying that that Egham are on good form at the minute? Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, they are. Also, the fact, also another thing to mention is that it is actually really quite cagey in that top sort of six. Between six and fourth, there's only about four points, and the team in fourth, Abbey Rangers, they're only on thirty-one points. But also should be mentioned, they have got four games in hand on Wembley, so they've got a lot of chance to build up those points and right. build a big gap between yeah. the top four and top six. Course. Well, I think you know covering the match in November as well as covering uh, this match in December um, kind of really clears uh, how bo- how the team is doing within that kind of time space. Um, and I think it's right for me to pass it on to Ethan, who you know I I, I want to leave it to you, Ethan, to tell us what you think of um, you know Wembley um, in the season so far, and just give us some kind of analytics uh, about about that. Yeah. So really, with Wembley, they've. They they started off it was it was, a, it was a really tough start for them they they only had about two points after four games and it was it was looking like it was gonna be a real tough season for them um, but 
after those early games, they went on a five-game win streak, which is one of the best they've had in years. Um, and they shot up from down in 16th up to where around where they are now, up to 8th. Um, but then, I guess, over, over the last few weeks, they've had some tough fixtures against some top teams. And that's where the draws have come in. But... Um, after the draw, Egham midfielder Alfie Bates said that he's really pleased with the team spirit to remain in a game where they were under a lot of pressure. And he said moving forward, he wants the team to become tough to beat, which is it's definitely something they need to work on because they are dropping points. Alfie they... Bates is definitely tough, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brookings has got this season. He's got a few. He is, he is a tough tackler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely something they need because their, their home record isn't brilliant. They're, they've won three, lost three, and drawn three. Um, which, I mean, realistically, we want to we want to look into their chance of promotion, and they need to improve that because they're actually better on the road at, um, this year. They have a slightly better better away record. Um, but I mean, the form recently has been promising. They're, they're, they're not losing they are becoming more tough to beat which is what Alfie wants and I'm sure that's what the manager will want as well it's just the league though isn't it the league is so tough and demanding like every team sort of sits on a similar level yeah. and they, every team sort of hard to beat yeah apart from how my filler seemed to be stomping yeah. it really 45 points but yeah. yeah every other team seems to be sort of similar level and hard to beat but going forward they've they definitely for example the game you covered Finley the Tabby game they won 6-0 so it proves they have got yeah. threat going forward. They can score. They've got one. Well, of the definitely. Best I mean, Zoom cards on fire, isn't he? He's got. He's yeah. fourth in the charts for goal scoring of the whole league, which is very impressive. It's for an impressive, yeah, it's an impressive uh, statistic. But then that. you do need to wonder: Do they need someone else? Do they need because he is realistically their only threat at the moment. They're, the goals aren't coming from elsewhere. Alfie's got one this year. I know they've had a couple from set pieces from their defenders, but it's it's very much it's I think, quite reliant on Kazin Khan. Yeah, but I, their wingers haven't really their wingers haven't scored, but they are providing like Emmy Gill and Samuel Adetaba. They do provide a lot of assists. Yeah, I think so that, then you think if a team really shuts out Kazin Khan though, then they're in trouble because they're not. I feel like there isn't what Wembley. Um, sorry to interrupt you, uh, Ethan, fine. but I feel like what Wembley FC need right now is is someone. Someone really good in that midfield section, because like you said, you know we've got Kasim Khan who's d doing wonderful. He's, he's um, did you say fourth in the league for for goals? Yeah, yeah, fourth yeah, in the league and, for you know, goal scoring shots. Yeah, and it's 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 an impressive uh, start, and we know that um, as well as with the game I covered against Egan uh, FC that um, you know Wembley can defend well as well. You know they had yeah. you know um, goalkeeper huge mention like we've talked about before we know that defensively Wembley can do well as well I think there needs to be somewhere someone in the midfield to kind of create them creative opportunities to give them more yeah. chances more of that attacking kind of pace um, so, someone to partner Alfie you might say yeah yeah, yeah I absolutely. think it's just consistency really they, they've sort of got it recently but before the last sort of four or five games they've been inconsistent it's just about building that consistency yeah absolutely but it also oh, um sorry sorry again to yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> but i do i do agree that yeah they are building that uh, consistency but um obviously with what's going on with 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 covid right now it, we might see a whole stop to training and football where you know do, do you guys think it will go back to where they'd have to start fresh if covid does stop the matches or how, how do you think, you know, if COVID... I don't know. I think it's too far into the season for them to completely 
topic because imagine if you're Hamworth Villa, you're top of the league, 45 points, you're 11 points, no, nine points, sorry, ahead of second. You're going to be fuming if they try and stop the league. Yeah. I think I think they should just continue it, really. Mm-hmm. There is a chance they'll delay it, though, which can obviously have an impact on a team. Like they're on a run of form, and if they have to have a long break, and especially at the lower levels, I mean, in the the at the highest level, it, it's it's more it's less likely because they they can be much more controlled with their testing with their yeah. Whereas at this level, these these players will all have other jobs as well. So Absolutely. They can't fully just focus and on staying away from COVID. They've got to do their job. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's there is a chance true. there will be a break, but. No one knows at the moment, do they? So well, the the main thing is they they obviously have this Christmas break now, um, COVID or not, they do have this Christmas break, um, and I suppose time will tell how you know the lines do play out, um, yeah. because like you said, we're, they're on a good form now, they're on a you know good run, but it's all about you know whether they're going to keep that run after this Christmas break or you know I suppose yeah. I suppose like I said, time will tell. Um, yeah. The, the last part I'd like to add is I'd like to get the opinions on people on their chances of making a late push. In in my opinion, I think it's quite it's, it's pretty slim. Um, they're quite far off, and they have played a few more games than a lot of the teams in the league. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I was going to point out, really. A lot of the teams, obviously, they're very close to teams. As I say, like Abbey Range is 31 points. They're only four points behind them, but the fact that they've got four games in hand to get the points is going gonna, gonna to be a tough, tough ask. That's a tricky one. Get, Promotion places, yeah. yeah I don't think Gaelic it's think as well. Yeah, I think it's um, the issue is obviously you look at the results lately, and as you said, they're hard to beat at the moment. But if if they're picking up one point every game, then they really struggle to make that late push. Yeah. Five draws in the last seven games, two wins, of course, are good, but it is just not enough to maintain any sort of promotion push. So yeah, unless they high flyers as well, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Weak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, so I think we're quite agreed on it. They're, they're not out of it, but it's looking pretty slim for no, them. It's just, yes, chances are not very high for them, are they? Well, I st- yeah, I, 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 yeah, I do agree on that. But I still think um, you know the lads should be proud of themselves. Um, whatever comes out at the end of the season, especially so after their poor absolute... start as well, they've managed to pull themselves back. And... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Start of the season to now, then they're two completely different teams. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're still insistent on playing their football. Like they're very good. They keep the ball on the floor. You watch and play. They're a very good football inside for their level. Yeah. So absolutely, they should be proud of themselves. Absolutely. Uh, to end the podcast, uh, we're going to go over to Caleb. That's going to give us um, a match preview that he's done for a future game. To give us a bit of a little insight of how how he thinks you know the future of um, of Wembley will be for their next game, um, so Caleb, do you want to take it away with that? Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, so I've looked, I've had a look at um, Wembley's game, which is this Saturday, the eighteenth of December, against uh, Edgware. Yeah. Uh, Edgware are Wembley's local rivals, um, and last season both of them were playing in the South Midland League, where they got put across because of. It's all to do with how COVID affected the league, this, that, and the other, and they got put across. Last year, they were both battling it out at the bottom. Um, Wembley finished 20th when Edgware finished 16th. So neither team were, you know, overly good last year, and especially in comparison to this year, where both are sort of, you know, mid-table at the moment. Yeah. Uh, last time out, they drew two all in, um, which was October 2020, which is quite a while for rather to be 
waiting to play. Um, but yeah, I've had a look at their squad as well. And so far this season, they've used 40 different players, which is just, wow. I think, a bit crazy, considering <laughs> yeah, we're only wow. in December. 40 players used is mad. Um, and is that Wembley? unlike Wembley... Oh, is that Edgeware? No, that's Edgeware, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was the Edgeware squad. Right. And... The, um, as we said with Wembley, they're so reliant on Khan. With he he's far and away with their goal scorer, fifteen goals in eighteen starts. Where Edgware have two players. Uh, they have Ofori, who's got ten goals in eleven starts, and Cadden, who's got nine goals in seventeen starts. Um, they've got twelve scorers, uh, twelve goal scorers already this season, and five which have already scored more than seven goals. So the complete polar opposite to Wembley, who are relying on that one-star man up top, they, they get goals everywhere. Um, on a form basis, they're in a similar sort of circumstance to Wembley. Their last four games, three draws, one loss. It's just, you know, nothing to write home about exactly, but they're, they're still doing, they're doing all right. Um, if they win, well, if Wembley win, it will seem up to seventh. But if Edgware win they will leap from Wembley, plus the games in hand they have over them. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a tough one to call. They're very evenly matched. Oh, at this six points to that game, too, really. A loss, and it could see Wembley's promotion sort of late little push gone, really. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah after both, team, both teams need the points. It's a big game. Yeah, yeah it looks it, absolutely. Absolutely. It'll be an exciting game. Um, and what, what date is that game, uh, Caleb? Uh, that this saturday so the 18th of december 18th of december brilliant well that's that's it for the wembley uh fc news uh podcast um uh very much enjoyed doing the podcast uh thank you all for listening uh take care bye for now